Guys, I feel, I don't know about you, but me, I kind of feel like Indiana Jones entering that temple, long, dark hallway. There's that golden idol within our grasp. I've grabbed it. I've seized it. Only to be chased by a giant boulder. Today on... best I got. Don't talk over the intro. It's true. Yeah. Remember how professional we used to be? <laughs> when? When? <laughs> you guys have been talking over the intro since we started with you guys day one. You guys are talking <laughs> over the intro. Don't give me that bullshit. You know what? You know what you like about us, Jake? Consistency. We're always consistent. <laughs> consistent bullshit. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Presby to Cancel. Audio listeners, this is your favorite podcast. Those watching on YouTube, I'm very, very sorry. This week, look, beginning of the year, <laughs> we had we sat down and we had some squad goals. We decided to pick what we call our Sisyphean games. We called it a tra- tradition, a tradition to pick a game that we always wanted to beat or felt that we should be able to beat. And we decided that we were going to pick these games and beat them throughout the year. I don't know if it's going to be a tradition next year. Because I can yes. talk to you guys, but I'm getting really sick of my pick for Sisyphean game. I don't know about you guys, but I figure it's been six months. Yeah. Let's do a check-in, see where everybody's at, talk about these games that we've been playing or should have been playing or maybe started playing last minute last night and just see where we're at and why. what's maybe like the hurdle to the challenges in playing these these train wreck of games we picked. Because none of us want to do the Wheel of Pain. No, nobody wants to play the games I put on that wheel because I've... I've got some great games for that wheel of pain, and nobody wants to do that again this year. So, who wants to start? Who wants to start with their pick on their Sisyphean game that they've been working on? All this, all this used to be like one hundred percent not gray before I picked my Sisyphean game this year. Um, <laughs> you know, we're we're uh, we're seven months, whatever, late uh, into this. It feels like a lifetime. It feels like an age of men. No, actually, I'm kidding. Remind people what game you're playing. <laughs> yeah, you have okay, the best. You have the yeah, second no, no, best no. one I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I picked. I picked Chrono Trigger. Now, I want to lay out first off, Sisyphean. This is a this is a challenge that we came up with as part of our return, as part of the press beat to cancel return, and that is a game that you haven't beaten, whether it's because you bounced off of it because it was too hard or you've bounced off of it because it just didn't jive with you, or you bounced off of it because you didn't have the time. It's a game that you haven't completed that you want to, that you want to. And I think that's the important thing here is some of, some of some people are going to start and say that they did want to. And after they started playing it, it may have changed their mind. I'm going to say that mine has not changed my mind. It tried really hard. It tried really hard. So my game was Chrono Trigger. Probably, arguably, probably the greatest uh, SNES RPG. Now I say arguably yeah. because Second for reason. me, my favorite RPG on the SNES is Earthbound. But I can see a call for uh, Final Fantasy 4 slash, you know, 2 in America, Final Fantasy 6 slash 3 in America, 
I can see I can see argument for a lot of different games on the SNES. The SNES had like, a like glut. Super Mario RPG might be on that top top three of best games ever. He yeah, said it. I didn't. Him. Don't ever don't ever think I would ever add that to the list. Jake, did. remember when you said that game wasn't so bad? Look, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth sixty dollars. Okay. Anyway, well, that's the thing. When you play a game like Chrono Trigger, it sets the bar so high that everything else, I think, is lower rung. Thing like Chrono Trigger is a yep. fantastic game for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and to me, um, I'm going to say this: I haven't finished my Sisyphean game. Part of the reason for that is I want to stream it for the community. I have been streaming it for the community and, and I've fallen off of streaming streaming right now for me has been a difficult proposition. I'm trying to figure out if I continue on Twitch or if I stream on YouTube here on the podcast uh, channel on YouTube or a combination thereof. But every time I look at it, I say, Hey, maybe I'm just going to spin this up on my steam deck and play it on the couch and just finally finish it. But then I realized that the community wants to watch me play it. And I don't want to, I don't want to take that away from the community, but you know, at the same time, I also want to finish it. And right now streaming is really hard. So yeah, now I think that this game has been, I continually bounced off of the fair right at the beginning, right at the beginning. That's and what our, turned I, you away. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you even replaying it. I had to push past that part. That part honestly is, I know people are going to hate me for this, but that part is boring. No, I, I completely agree. In, in your defense, I can't stay. The first, very first time I played this game back when it came out, you know, I was playing a 96. Yeah. I didn't mind that part then because I was what, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. And it was a, Badass new Squaresoft game. You know, I I loved everything they did back then. So I was like, yes, this. And, you know, so I didn't really get caught up too much on how slow that felt because I knew what I was in for to a degree. I was ready to experience the rest of the game. Having come as far as we have in game design, you know, over the decade since, it's a really slow kind of weak opening to a game. And I know it's probably intended to feel a little bit, uh, you know, and, and I think too many RPGs maybe lean into this is it feels average at the beginning because you're an average kid going on a, you know, a spectacular adventure. Too many stories rely on that idea. And so it gets old and samey to a degree. And yeah, Wandering around just doing mini games at the fair kind of sucks. No, there, <laughs> Jake, yes. I'm, okay. Jake. Jake, I want to. I want to add this to the list of times that you and I agree on something. <laughs> See, we agree on lots of great games, Jared. We love the same games every single time. Talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it the Green Ambler this time? Nope, it was Steel Runner. Okay, this time mm-hmm. I'll pick the cat. Nope, nope. It, <laughs> How many times to play though? How many times can I whack the stupid bell like hammer? You don't thing? have to touch any of them. I know. The only one and that you can do that's helpful is fighting fucking Gatto. That's it. Yeah. And then you don't have to fucking do shit. That's a killer tune. I love that song. Okay. I'm going to say that I have loved the music from front to back. This is not a yeah. Super Mario RPG. No, I just. Four I bars. 
in repetition issue. No, like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade <laughs> at the song that Gato sings. I'm throwing shade at the fact that he sings it every time. Every you single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's cute. That's the game. It's neat. The first Look, time, the race, the second, the, I got to talk about these mini games for a second before you guys shit all over it again. The race one is actually we'll neat me in there because you can hack it. If you follow the race, the, the guys you don't want to win, you mash the A button on them and you can slow them down. You can win that race aware every this. time. Yeah. You cannot win that race every time. Sometimes they're just too damn fast. And no matter how much you slow them down, they're still hauling ass. There's no stopping well, them. You can't fine. hack it 90% is much. still better than 50% you can, or whatever the, you, the ratio is. You can is. adjust your win ratio a little with that, but it's not it's not a guarantee by any means. And then I know I farm points for that the, thing. So <laughs> that's what I fight got Because it was for. fun. I farmed in ground points, star points because it was fun. It's Look, not the, even you that. have the the test your strength thing. You you have the the what's what, the three guys that's that go around you picking the right one. You have the gato fight. Oh, you the, have the drinking game. Are they, are they amazing? Heckler, Heckler, yeah. yeah. Are they amazing games? Jackson. No, but the fact that you have like a dozen of them right in the, in the one area, it makes it feel like a carnival, and that's the idea. Like a, the only other game that I think did the fair style thing like this was Bart versus the Space Mutants. There's a whole level devoted to minigames and stuff, and I love that there, yeah, too, even if the game was trash. The minigame stuff in the beginning is neat, and the opening is pretty cool. Yes, I mean, you have to get my allowance from your mom? Like, come on. Like, there's a cat you can find the, I, the owner it's of. so real. Steal I lunch. Say, okay. I will say I think it's genius, the fact that there are things you can do at that fair early on that come back and either help you or yes. bite you in the oh, ass. That's yeah. where that I was going. Later. That that's, was fun. That's, the that predictability fun. shit is cool. And that's I where I was going to go. I ate that motherfucker's lunch. It's because you listen to us. <laughs> I didn't realize what was going to happen. Right? Never like, listen to chat when you play Chrono Trigger for the first oh, time. Yeah, Never. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, but you but will get a guilty time, verdict every okay. time. <laughs> but at the same time, we've all been streamers here playing into what chat wants draws yeah. in your viewers it really does yeah. um so no i i mean is it a bad intro no it's not a bad intro but is it boring i'm gonna argue it is I'm, now yeah, I once i finally worked past it i've had a great time with that game i've had an absolutely fantastic time and i want to call out much like earthbound which i absolutely adore much like Earthbound, 98% of this game has felt like the progression is appropriately linear. That game design where it's like, okay, I've entered a new area. Things are hard. Things are tough. I'm leveling. I'm building. Okay, now I'm starting to like kind of walk through the area. And by the time you get to the boss for the area, you're walking through it. and You're just taking care of business, right? And then this is the problem that I ran into is this, this almost bounced me off the game is I really despise when game developers decide to hockey stick some element of difficulty, like unnecessarily. And like, if I'm walking through an area, which I was, I was walking through and I wasn't at risk of losing my life. I was killing the enemies. I hit a boss Spoilers, sorry folks, it's 20 years later, 30 years later. Sorry, but I hit a boss, the Golem, which is really two, two enemies. The but Golem I hit this boss, right? 
the golem. Well, yeah. it's, it says it calls it the golem. Like it says the golem, but they split into two. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is I has I had been walking through that area easily, and it was killing me before I could do my first action. That's inappropriately difficult. Like that, that's a hockey stick of difficulty. Now I discussed it with a team here and we came up with some ideas, which did work and it's great. They did work. But at the same time, like that almost made me bounce off of it because I really, really struggle with a nonlinear difficulty progression. And then the game became easy again. That's the other struggle is like, yeah. okay, the golems are wiping the walls with me. I'm not even getting an attack off and I'm dying. I finally worked through a way to beat him and I beat him. And all of a sudden I'm walking through the game again, like no difficulty whatsoever. Like, you know, does that make the game bad? No, by all means, no, but I do struggle with it. And it did almost make me bounce off of it. Now I'm still loving the game. The music's fantastic. I think the whole magus, magus, however you pronounce it, like that progression has been fun. Like, you know, he's the boss. He's the, oh, it's magus or magus. And then you're like, well, I, I beat him. Okay. And there's a whole bunch more game to go. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh, now he's your buddy. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. And sorry, spoilers, 30 years later, folks. <laughs> Play this game, get over it. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to difficulty, you're not wrong. Like, I mean, we've all said to you before offline, like you, that was that is one of the hardest parts in the game. I would say it's probably even harder than the final boss. Yeah, figuring out I how agree. to beat that encounter, even when you have ideas on how to do it. I think we we probably drove you a little crazy backseating with giving you a different way of beating that boss. No, but it's you like didn't actually. it's it's hard. Yeah. I, I before like I was thinking, why is it so hard? Is it because that was a point in the game where it opened up a little bit, and there's various side things you can do at that point in the game. Like there's definitely armor you can you sure. can get that makes that sure. fight a lot easier. But as you pointed out, it's not as easy as I thought it was as a kid. Like it's it's definitely a difficulty spike, and it is very odd because that that dungeon it's not it's not easy easy. I found that place difficult, but it's definitely nowhere near close in difficulty like that boss is. Go I ahead, want to Char. respond before you do chart really yeah. quick. Sorry. Um, my problem isn't like if, if I have to grind, I don't have a problem with grinding. Like if, if, if it was a situation where I, I 10 rounds in, I couldn't beat the boss. Right. And I could never beat the boss, but I was going 10 rounds toe to toe and able to resurrect, even if I'm able to resurrect, but it was killing me on turn one before I got an action. Right. That's my problem is it's not, it's not a grind issue. It's what the fuck happened issue. Like, yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? Here's, here's my theory. This is all theoretical. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong, but the golem, I believe is the first boss fight you get into that you lose. Like when you first fight it, I think it kicks its ass. It's before it's before you see Lavos for the first time. So, <laughs> fan theory, completely bullshit fan theory, is that they made the difficulty spike on that boss specifically because of that setup, because it was so hard the first time, so that you were fighting it, and then it, he's like, well, you couldn't take out one, I'm going to take out two. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or indifferent. 
Well, I'm just saying that's what I my brain has always been like. This was the first boss that kicked the shit out of me. And now I've got to fight it for real to progress. And it's still going to be difficult. Now they're going to throw two in. What the fuck? And then the game like levels out because you fight it again on the Blackbird. And it and it's a total joke fight. Because yeah. I remember when it fell down on you and you were like, God damn it. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. He's going <laughs> to like this. So, yeah, no. and it, <laughs> you know, so they, they made it. You know, they made it really aggressive to fight, and you finally get through that. You break through that wall, then you have to fight it again, but it's an absolute fucking joke fight. So I think that's... I don't agree with it, but that's why I think it was designed the way that it was. My only <clears throat> argument is, at least when I fought it, and it wiped the walls with me on first round, right? So the first time you fight it, I at least got a couple rounds, right? I think I even used a couple resurrects, right? Like, yeah. it took You were juggling that to- one. <laughs> Yeah, but at least I got to I got to do some actions, right? And that was like my biggest issue is like I go into the game, I'm on the turn-based timing system which we figured which is out broken. is not actually turn-based. Very broken. Yeah. But I'm on that turn-based time system and like okay, when's my when's my timer? When's my time and I'm dead. <laughs> right? Right. So, so this is the boss not, for Yeah. For those who don't know, so the golem boss is also has some interesting mechanics that are pretty unique to the fight. There's a couple of the bosses that do kind of the reaction to based on what attacks you do, but this one in particular, if you use a fire attack, it uses a fire attack. If you use an ice attack, it uses an ice attack. But what that part, I think Sinistar was able to figure out no problem. The problem was that it just, for whatever reason, it's speed and battle. It acts first. And it, the attack it does first will usually wipe out a party member for the most part. And that's what makes it so challenging. And there's nobody and quite else like that in the game, really. And mm-hmm. basically, like I, it, it, the the fight that I beat it on, I I put on some specific armor that dealt with fire damage, and then I dealt fire damage to it so that it was dealing fire damage back to me. But there was a little bit of a I had to get the right RNG that it didn't do all physical attacks like on the first round, yeah. right? Like because right. it does use physical attacks. Or I'm sorry, it, it did the one where it was like, it halves your life, it halves your life. So I still had a little bit of life left. Right. And Instead then it hit just you once. The, See ya. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's just uh, iron ball or gravity spell that does yeah. the quarter to a half life removal. Yeah. But that said, um, I still plan on finishing it. I'm, I am absolutely enjoying the game. Uh, if, if I didn't feel like I, I had a, uh, an obligation to the community. And that's not a bad obligation. If you're listening to this, it's not a bad obligation. I love you guys coming along the journey with me. I love the community coming along the journey with me. But if I didn't feel like I would, I would take that away from you. I would spin this up on my steam deck, sit on the couch, you know, put on stranger things, which I can just have in the background and play this. Um, so, so that's where it is. Um, I'm trying to figure out how and when and where to stream if I am going to stream. And I'm sorry if I don't, maybe I'll try to figure out a way to record it and just put it up anyway. So, but I still plan on finishing it. I think by the, by the walkthroughs, I haven't actually read the walkthroughs. I've just read the chapter list. I think I'm about three quarters of the way through the game. I feel like you're almost done. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I think he's in the, like where the side quests start opening up, I think, which is yeah, basically right, yeah. like the in-game stuff. 
essentially. Yeah. But like, don't don't skimp on the side quest stuff too. When the game opens up, it may Never. be tempting to just finish it. It's worth doing the side quest stuff there. Absolutely. For, for a game like this, the side stuff is actually really well written and really fleshes mm-hmm. out some of the stories of the backstories of characters. It doesn't. Totally it doesn't feel like side quest. It feels like progression yeah. stuff. Like you don't even that you can avoid it and do it if you don't want to. But when you're doing it, you don't feel like it's a fetch quest. It doesn't feel like take this shit to this person and then you do it and you're yeah, done. And you're like, I'll that was it. a giant waste of my time. We're we're talking about Chrono Trigger, Asuka. Um, yeah, the, the side quests in this are very much. Uh, they they feel like they're adding to the main story and giving you more depth to the characters than you would mm-hmm. otherwise get. And yep. they all feel like pretty unique little adventures as well like they don't feel samey they don't feel yeah. like they're just going nowhere they're not really boring they're all pretty cool it's yeah. it's, and and it's cool interesting to see yeah the the character development through those i really love that stuff i don't know for me for me i i kind of feel like i only want to finish robo side quests for jake and fuck the rest <laughs> He's got a cool side no, quest. I like literally the worst quest. party member in the game. Nobody takes no Robo. Luca. He doesn't Luca. even know spells. Luca is the worst party member. No, he's the best. Robots do, are cool as shit. I do want to go. I do want to go do the the reverse. I guess I call it the reverse progression of the chests. I kind of want to do that. Also, you go to the future. You get the chest. You go. You know, one yeah. tier back. Yeah, I want to go do that. Yeah, for sure. Also, yes. if you're gonna tell me. That Robo's not cool because he can't cast magic. Then fuck Ayla. Why do you have to argue that she's the best character right. in the game? Because and she doesn't she do the has... same shit. No, no, no. You can't use that argument. You can't. You can't. You yes, can't. I'm going you just to just said fuck because Robo because has... he doesn't even cast spells. Yes, but all of Robo's spells suck. None of them are good. Do they? Ayla do has they? the one, the triple kick. That triple mm-hmm. kick owns. The last part of Olavo's Ayla's garbage owns All right, it. Let's move on to the next games, and then Chrono You're ruin this game for everybody. You're ruining this game for everybody. It's it's such an amazing start. combo. I don't know why yes. you picked the wrong party member every time. Because I still beat the game every time. When you get to Luca's side story and yeah. you get her flashback, mm, make yeah. sure you set the controls to default, and make <laughs> sure your controller that you're using is lined up with what the SNES buttons are. So that you okay. know what yeah. you're pushing. No more spoilers. Yeah, I, yes. I, because I, otherwise, using, you're gonna you're gonna get a real rude awakening, and it's gonna ruin it. No, I'm running. I'm running an eight bit dough uh, SNES SNES like. So yeah. Okay. That's so fine. for that segment, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're want default. You're the default control scheme if you've changed it. Okay. And then I don't think just I have. put it back afterward. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. We can all also, agree that Ayla's trash and move on. So let's <laughs> just go ahead and do that. Jesus Christ. You're so wrong. But anyway, we'll save it for the because we're going to be doing an episode of when you beat this game. I do want to do a yeah. full spoiler episode with everybody because that's oh, hell yeah. Talk Fuck a lot yeah. on for sure. I cannot wait to dump yeah. over yeah. Super excited about it. <laughs> anyway, just, I'm going to save so, it. So I guess to <laughs> summarize, great game, great music, unlike Super Mario RPG, and I'm going to finish it. Well, I'm Good glad shit. you're going to finish it. Yeah. I'm glad that's on. The, I was I was a bit worried with the golem fight. The golem fight is is definitely really challenging. And I'm glad you're still going to finish it, and oh, you still have lots of time to beat. Colorful it. during that fight. Yeah, yeah. I very. I much, was worried. I very, very much almost. I 
what was it? Three streams, three streams yeah. that I did that. I think and so, I think, yeah. I think I did like 30 minutes of it. And then I'm like, fuck this. We're playing vampire survivors. And the next yep. time I'm like, 30 yeah, time minutes wasters. Of it, I'm like, fuck this. We're playing time wasters. And then yep. finally, after we discussed, <laughs> we discussed some ideas. I was like, fine, we're just going to, we're either going to finish this or die trying. And we finished. It. All right. Not the game, the golem fight, the golem fight. All right, well, that's good. So, I mean, so it sounds like Sinistar's on track to beating his game. I don't think Wheel of Pain is going to happen in his near future, which is great. Do we want to do another RPG, or, Chard, you want to do your pick? What do you guys want to do? I, I, I'll go. We'll keep go, it. Okay. So, keep it. Keep the, two, keep the two best on there, and then you and I can bitch about ours. <laughs> I like that plan. Yeah, no, let's, go ahead. Let's yeah, go a plan. year before Chrono Trigger and visit Final Fantasy three, better known as Final Fantasy six these days. For the SNES, this is a game, and I've I've mentioned this before, but I'll remind people: this is a game I've played through probably beginning to Kefka's Tower, I think it's called, whatever the last area is. Yes, probably three full times, but I've never beaten it. I have never That's successfully the the defeated Kefka. <laughs> I've never, yeah. su- That's like the last I've game. never been able to successfully defeat Kefka, and. To be fair, the first time was on a, a rental and somebody rented it because I couldn't re-rent it and my file was gone. Mm. Mm. The second time was, I want to say, the PlayStation... I don't even think I got that far on the PlayStation 1 because it was just too slow Can maybe I, it, I did get that far but it was just too slow with the loading times in combat yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you just brought something up I, I need to respond really quick you just brought something up what when i would rent video games console video games i would erase the games i purposefully <laughs> did that Why? you're that guy i'm That's that guy <laughs> you're that I'm like, guy well it was because like this is a rental why does why do people leave their games on it I'm. I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. I. I the way to do it is you make a new him. file on with the collection of files, and you name yourself Penis Lord Twenty Six, like everybody else does, 69. and you have a collection of bad save names. That's how you do it. You don't erase people's stuff. That's you're a monster. <laughs> and then, All right, Penis Lord Twenty Six. <laughs> I think the third time was on the GBA. I was wanting to do all the side content and never finished it. GBA is a great version. I'm going back. I'm playing the original SNES version. I literally today finished the floating continent. I'm officially in the world of ruin. Just have Celeste in my party. So I've I've not struggled with any fights at all. Every single boss fight has been an absolute joke because I've not run away from any fights. Make sure you feed Sid and, uh, the fast fish. When uh, <clears throat> when is your golem fight where it's going to hockey stick? Probably when he meets Doom Gaze. But he's I don't flying around that, and right? he gets jumped. <laughs> I don't There's know if that's going to happen. Zozo, I think. Oh, Zozo stuff. Where you can't use magic. It, it, that was yeah. a hard area. Yeah, I Mount, Mount no, that's Zozo the, that, the difficulty. No, yeah, Mount Zozo's different. Uh, Tower of Magi. Is, that, uh, that's the one, the one. yeah that, oh, that tower yeah. rolls no yeah, yeah, yeah you can't it's i think it's only magic works on that one i think that's the yeah. stipulation the is fanatics okay. tower or whatever yeah, fanatics, yeah, fanatics, fanatics, yeah. yeah. where lock shed have a lot of abilities i, remember, I just remember mm-hmm. that part 
Yeah. And Matt um, was I, at the top. I honestly don't think I'm going to run into a whole lot mm-hmm. of issues because I have managed to get everybody except Shadow to have all the spells unlocked for all nice. the World of Balance espers before going and finishing. <laughs> so, what? I think Shadow has like two or three espers complete because he only got to do stuff on the floating continent. So I'm I'm pretty confident in where things are headed. I did save Shadow. Like, I waited for him so that he could jump off with me, which... Good man. <laughs> Good man. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to finally beat this game. I'm, I, it's going to happen. Kefka's going down. I didn't use the Leet River trick because I thought about it, and that robs you of all the bonuses you get for leveling up with Espers. Right. Smart oh, right. You get a stat bonus when yep. you level up with an Esper, right? Yeah. Yep. You, uh, you're getting, you're making me want to play Worlds Collide again by just, just by talking about it. <laughs> oh, the rando. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to speed run that shit. Go fight Kefka again. I love that shit. So Get the I murder child on so your team. You said you've, you've been up rocking. to Kefka's tower previously when you played this game. That is like the end of the game. That's like the last yeah. area, right? Yeah, it's the last it area. So what part of that fight threw you off? Was it because you had to divide your party or was it the actual fight? Like what part was it that threw you off originally? So two of the times were because I just like, so one was the rental. It got the file got deleted, so I didn't get to beat him. One was the the GBA. So I was trying to do all the side content. So I never actually went to fight Kefka. And then one was on the PlayStation. And you know what? I think I actually did get to try and fight Kefka in that, but I wasn't strong enough. And I wasn't excited about the whole process of going back and forth and doing the whole thing again. And I think I just right. let it be. You loved okay. those load times on the uh, the PS the PSX <laughs> version, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're rough. Chrono Trigger was unplayable in those <laughs> versions. Was it really? I don't know. Yeah. The, the cool <laughs> anim- cutscenes were great, but the load times were... Trying to get yeah. into your menu took like four years. Like, I was 20 when I started, and then I changed <laughs> to a different weapon, and I was 25 and divorced. It was crazy. <laughs> Novi's asking if it was me who erased Wolf's save file. <laughs> you know what? Was. For the Probably lore, was. we're going to say yes. For the <laughs> lore, we're going to say yes. <laughs> Wolf invited us right. to be on this podcast so he can finally confront Sinistar about this. <laughs> he, he hunted years down, he hunted down the asshole. You want to talk <laughs> about the long con? This was it, yeah. man. Yeah. I got you, fucker. I, I will say... Man, a lot of those points in Final Fantasy VI, they must have just gone over my head as a kid, and I didn't really register everything that was going on, because it's got a lot of heavy moments and heavy concepts. And for, you know, these silly little, you know, chibi sprite characters, it... it it gets deep, and it gets heavy, yeah. and, it's like, and it conveys yeah. it well little sprites it's it's really impressive and then sometimes i think it's funny that sometimes it gets so heavy that they're like let's throw some levity in there like with Locke throwing up over the side of the ship or ultra shows up you know i love that octopus he's he's i love him he's awful i love him too uh, great (laughs) i i'm not gonna get too in depth about it but as i understand it 
When you have Shadow in your party and you stay at an inn, you get flashbacks of his past. You do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and like that's something the game doesn't about. really tell you. You have to kind of find that on your own. Yeah. And, and honestly, just getting Shadow to to be in the last half of the game is almost like is a, a secret in itself, right? It's so easy yeah. to miss him, right? Yep. It's so not I'm, even that. I mean, the forward. RNG of him leaving halfway through some of the some of the. Uh, what is that? The the sections, Saban just, Saban sections because it's RNG yeah. whether he hangs out or not. Like he'll either kick it with right. you or he'll tell you to peace out. So you have to you like can, I, you know how many times I had to reset to make sure I kept him in the party because <laughs> the RNG changed every time. It's rough. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That was I. I've had him stick all the way through the falls. I've had him leave before I even got in the forest. It's so stupid. Yep. yep. <laughs> Been there. I don't remember the leaving when I played. I played through that game so many times. I don't remember the. Le- oh, I, you know what? I've had him leave before, but I thought he came back. But I guess I guess he you, does. I leave. mean, you can find him later, but he pieces out. Yeah, like, you during get him ghost, multiple times. Ghost right. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll just be like, "Hey, bitch, I'm out," and you're like, "Bro, I need you," and he's like, "Nah, son, I'm out." And you're like, <laughs> yeah. But when he joins you in the you seven, you train yourself. <laughs> yeah. When he joins you bitch. in the Sabin scenario, when he leaves, he's just like, "Well, I've earned my coin. I'm out." Yeah. And that's and you're it. like, bro, we didn't do anything. We like got we went to McDonald's and got shakes and you were like, peace, bitch. This grimace shakes fucking me up. And you were like, wait, <laughs> we still got to fight this fucking train. We got to get we got to get the wife. I remember that. I was like, yeah. I, I was trying so hard to hold on to Phoenix Downs for that fight. And I only had like two when I got on the train and had two deaths. As I was going through the trade, used up my Phoenix Downs. I was like, oh, no. Found yeah. another one. I was like, okay, I can't lose this one. I got to the end. I was like, I am not fighting you. Phoenix down. <laughs> I you love had suplex at first. I just use a Phoenix. Da- nope, I didn't. I just Phoenix oh, down. And I was just done with that fight. You get an achievement for that. <clears throat> I'm not doing achievements. I'm just playing. Yeah, he got, he, he got his one. He got his one Chivo, and he's out. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't hate himself like you do, Charlie. I 100%ed where's Waldo and I was done with retro achievements. He, he found he found Waldo. I mean, that's uh that's, that's what mountain need. what mountain do you climb? I found that badge. Falling, after fi- after finding Waldo, <laughs> what mountain do you climb? I know. That's the Everest of retro achievement games. All right. But, well, yeah, so, so it sounds like you're say, on track then and no wheel of pain for oh, you, yeah. I, I assume. Yeah. Oh no no no! Oh. After after the hell that was Bubsy 3D, <laughs> it didn't start as a hell. But by the end of the two hours, it felt like I'd been sitting there for six hour and fifty nine minutes. For those that don't follow us on YouTube and are listening to this, uh, Werewolf did did do the two hours of pain on the press. Hour and fifty nine minutes. <laughs> hour and fifty nine minutes. Yes, I'm looking at it right here. It says one fifty nine fifty nine. So it was like one second <laughs> shy. <laughs> I'm telling you, he one was short and shy. That doesn't count. So he did all but one second of his time on Bubsy 3D here on Presby to cancel on he YouTube. Fucking skirts. He skirts the line by doing the PAL version of Fester's Quest. And then he plays <laughs> literally one second short of his two hour achievement. <laughs> you got to watch this talk yeah. when we get yeah. back to you. When we get to your turn about your game it's choice and what you did today, Chard, yeah, I would be throwing what? that PAL shade. Because of that, I didn't go with the GBA version or Pixel Remaster because they actually fixed the glitches. So I'm sticking mm. with SNES because SNES is broken. Mm. As it always, <laughs> as it should be. But you know what? I didn't notice it was broken as a kid. I thought it was fine. It's it's, it's one of my favorite games on the yeah, SNES, hands down. It's 
fantastic. Yeah, it's JRPG. something that you probably don't notice unless you're looking for it. And that's how people found it is with emulation and stuff, looking at the numbers like what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm playing it on the SNES, but I've, I'm using the version that doesn't have the glitch, the uh, the sketch glitch, because I mm, tried. Right. And it's not there. That crashes the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I want to. And it didn't let me. And I was like, oh, fine. I guess I, I don't get to try breaking it. Guess I'll play it normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I have so much money. It's stupid. So it's not a big deal. I'm not going to have any issues with cash for the rest of the game since I've not been, you know, skipping any fights. I got everybody there, all their stuff. Uh, I think even Gao has all the rages except for like a handful. Oh, you're patient. Wow. I didn't even bother with him at all. Like, there's just well, too many rages. I got the ones way. I liked, and that was it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> fast forward, even so, getting all the rages okay. is still a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's a, it it's is. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds great. I, I was only worried because. You know, a few times this year we talked about where we have at Sisyphean Games. You hadn't started yet. <laughs> so yeah. I think you started so this week. <laughs> yeah, I did. Tears of the... Well, I've been laid up in bed because of my foot being messed up. So it's mm. given me time to play. And Tears of the Kingdom is taking a backseat until I finish this, I think. And, yeah. uh, of course, Steam Deck, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get one of those. That's what I need to do. Yes, you right, do. Yes, that's you great. Do. <laughs> so that's yeah, you guys are bad influences on me. All right. Yes, so we are. Six sounds no, like it's on good track. My wife said about these influence. two when I wanted a Steve Deck. <laughs> no, we're good influences. Right. Yeah. It's like seven hundred bucks. I can't. I can't spend that right now. I got a house. You can get a. You can get a small one. I got one in a house. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but get like far apart. You've had these. You've had these things for months now. I know. You know what it was? Is I, I was waiting to see if Valve was going to do a second generation of them, but they said, nope, they are very happy with the current iteration of the device, and that's going to be the device for the next couple of years. So if I'm going to get one, I probably would get one. So Good on you, Valve. The next couple Especially since FromSoft just announced, I think it was today, that uh, Armor Core, they will certify on the Steam Deck. Nice. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, FromSoft is, is full in for the Steam Deck. Oh, They're man. Like, I mean, they released Elden Ring and immediately made it Steam Deck playable, like super quick. So, oh, yeah. I tangent, but uh, I took I I went and visited a buddy in California, and since we've been we usually play a game on our PCs, we've been playing Resident Evil Six. I took my Steam Deck. Well, it's my save file that we've been playing, so I had to host the game on my Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, the games were in sync. Yeah. There was no delay between us with yeah, my yeah. Steam Deck hosting Resident Evil 6. That's great. So That's awesome. I was impressed. And I know Resident Evil 6 is like, what, 2013? So it's older. Yeah. But I mean, it's still like between handling the data, acting as a game server and, you know, running the game. I was impressed. And what the specs of it are somewhere between a PS4 and a PS4 Pro, which is not yeah. terrible for a handheld at all. Oh, it's yeah. plenty for that screen. Are you kidding me? It's it's fine. Yeah. Novi says uh, Valve should sponsor us, and I agree. Valve. <laughs> Steam, if you're looking for someone to take on, these four yeah. to five idiots can can handle that. 
We'll give up. We'll give up all retro unless it's on Steam. I'm saying that right now, <laughs> Valve. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I want one. All right. Mine, mine's all right. in the so, other room. Sorry. It sounds like of of us so far, two of you are on track. No wheel of pain in the future for either of you, which is great to hear. No. Now let's get to the uh, the flip side of the, of the team. Jared, how about we, we talk about your game? What game did you pick that you thought you can you'd, go first? I don't have to go now. You, you can go first. That's fine. You want to go I last? Really I can go now if you want. No, I'll go. I'll go. Hold on one second. So I, for some stupid reason, thought to myself, you know, it would be a good time um, playing a scary game that I have not played in years. And most of you know that I am a pretty pretty big game uh, horror game enthusiast so i decided that a game that scared me very 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 hard in uh, my youth was doom 3 <coughs> and as i have been playing a ton of uh, horror games that don't even you know match up to the fear level of that game i went screw it maybe maybe it is really that scary or just at the time, I was a giant baby and couldn't handle it. Well, it turns out I was a giant baby and could have handled it because I fired it up. I fired up the original version. I'm pulling a wolf on you guys here, so I'll probably have to spin the Wheel of Pain. I'll let the, uh, the world vote on that. Um, I fired up the original version. I got to the part that scared me as a kid, and it did nothing. Nothing. I felt nothing because um, it was not Visage, which is much worse than this or Madison or surrounded half the games you play the on list, Saturdays. Yeah. The list. Yeah. The list is long or oh, God, some of the shit I played before you guys were hanging out. Um, <coughs> but <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I played about an hour of it and I posted it in YouTube as a video. I recorded it and I put it up there. And then I threw it up on my channel and I was going to eventually get it over to YouTube on the press B to cancel, but I fucking hate it. I was so bored playing the game that I just didn't care. I was tired of switching between the flashlight and the gun, which Sinistar warned me about, but I was like, no, I'm going to do it the right way. And I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I thought there was literally nothing that, that Jake can put on that wheel of pain that could possibly compare to the absolute drilling sound in my head from playing this goddamn game. So I dropped it and I said, I'm not going to finish this hit. I'm not going to do it. This is not the, not the game that I thought it was going to be. And I, I threw my hands up to the air on the whole thing. Uh, flash forward to today. <clears throat> I was trying to figure out something to play because we beat Jake's all-time favorite RPG and Sinistar's all-time favorite RPG last week. And I uh, was trying to think of something to squeeze in some time. I couldn't think of anything to play. I was thinking retro roulette. I was thinking doing horror games. I was thinking just doing some one-off stuff. I could not think of anything to play. And for some, my infinite goddamn wisdom was, hey, why don't we stream the Sisyphean game? Why don't we give it another go? And, and Sinistar is, is preaching to me. Just play the BFG version. And I said, no, I don't want to pull a wolf here. I would like to not get called out by my chat because I swore. Hold on. I swore I would play the original version. And if I play the BFG, that I'm not going, I'm going against what I had offered the team. And I don't want to play that version because it is awful. Wolf, before your head explodes, what are you going to say, sir? Okay, so to be fair, 
you guys were all going to give me the pass on the fact that I beat the Paladin. Yeah, we're nothing but yeah, supportive. Absolutely. Nothing but supportive, That was like, you said you would beat the North American version. You chintzed out on us. You get the Wheel of Pain. It was my wife. Okay. So... <laughs> Hey, wife, <laughs> wife ends all, ends all arguments. That's if, if, so, if Rogue comes I mean, in and goes, you fail, cool then it. I fail. You yeah. Play yeah, the yeah. BFG version. Yeah. If Rogue, she's already, yeah. She's already screaming fail from the bathroom right now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't I'm, even know what I'm we're talking here, about. I'm over here picturing Rogue and she's going to be like, wait, is there a way that, that, that Chard can suffer? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's yep. that one. <laughs> As yeah. as marriage goes, if there's a chance to suffer, we're going to try and pull that one off. <laughs> but uh, I got what was the difference I, yeah, I for just, the BFG version? What was the difference? I know the flashlight gun at the same time was the big quality of life improvement, but what else was different in that version? The biggest, and this is so stupid, but the biggest issue that I had with the game is I could not get my screen resolution to fit yeah. on my goddamn monitor. Yeah. It was boxy and blurry and, and stretched out, and it just looked awful. And I could not okay. figure out how to even put it in a playable version that wasn't in a little fucking tiny goddamn window. That was like, I can't see anything. I can't fucking do anything in this game. So I tried it, and I set up an overlay, and I got everything put together. And it was just bad. It was so bad that I was like, okay. I am not having fun playing this. And yeah, I couldn't added... see anything. And I'm getting my ass kicked. And again, having to switch between the guns and the lights. It was just annoying as hell. They added, <laughs> they added scalable uh, uh, interface and textures. Yep. And so and they and they figured out that, hey, in the year 2365, whatever the year is, uh, you know, we can either put a flashlight on a gun. Cause we can do that now or we can, we can fucking duct tape a flashlight to something because we yep. can do that now. <laughs> right. And they could also play it in 1080. Thank God. So when I fired it up today, I went into the windows and 1080 was right there. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, I could play it in a normal resolution on full screen. And then I found the flashlight feature and I went, okay, I can do this. This isn't bad. And we played for like, two or three hours today and I was enjoying myself, but it was fun because I had chat and I was playing by myself the first time and just doing my YouTube talking, you know, but it's just, it's not the same without getting razzed by you guys or, or someone <laughs> helping me out if I get lost or something like I'm not, I, I played like an hour, I think on my YouTube and I didn't even get half as far as I got in like the two or three hours we played today. Well, so to you know, be fair, we also told you to save, which is great. Well, and yeah, that was, fair, yeah. To be fair, every NPC you ran into, you're like, fuck you, you dead. Oh, I killed and every single NPC we saw. Yeah. There was, yeah. I, they were going to tell me a story and I just blow their brains out. I didn't you either <laughs> shot them or my favorite was the guy that's like, help me. And there's a switch to your right that I got an achievement that for that. Brings down this piston thing and you're like, switch, run on. And yeah. you hear the guy die as you're moving past him. And then you see the puddle of mush, the puddle of mush that's in the middle of the thing when you run wow. by. Wow! Like it was. Oh yeah, no, I killed everyone. Bother with anybody's dialogue. Nope, I killed yeah, everyone. The, guy, the guy's like, "Hey, can you help me?" And Chard literally is like, "Nope," and yep. moves on. Yep. I went full GTA on this game. My favorite is when the guy goes, "Oh, you startled me," and then I shot him. Yeah, <laughs> he kept going. Start, it's all start. start. Startled these bullets. <laughs> yeah, it was. Full yeah, I play through. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Like, I had no idea you kill the NPCs. So I don't know if that was an additional thing or if if I just took off of my my normal 
lawful good po- uh, stance on things. And uh, and once I found out you could do that, I did it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know I what's going on. I've killed too many I, people with information. I didn't feel like it was full <laughs> cold blood until like you're literally piston death method button run along. Which it was funny. <laughs> Help me, please. <laughs> ah! Oh, you're done. Yeah. Can I get through now? <laughs> so listen, I, don't, I, I, I said this in chat. Chard's like, listen, I don't help those that can't help themselves. It was very, yeah. What did I say? I said, if you guys need any help, you're all grown ass adults. Figure your own problems out. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Consider yourself helped. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> after today, That's playing wild. for a couple hours today with chat and the BFG edition, uh, I think I'm going to be able to finish my game because I actually had fun and I enjoyed myself playing it today. So we're going to give it another whirl. Um, of course, you you may see me next month, but you're not going to see me live. You're going to see me in a in a pre recorded condition because I will be out of the podcast for the next month as we are moving into the new house. So um, we'll fire that back up. I'm going to play it Sunday. I'm obviously not going to beat it on Sunday. That's going to be too much of a uh, a hassle, well, not a hassle, but too too big a hill to climb. So when we get back, I'll fire it back up and we'll finish it up. Uh, hopefully around September time. So. I will continue to chip through it, and I will continue to play it. I can't play it on my Steam Deck because it's not compatible with the Steam Deck, or uh, I might have uh, considered really? going that route as well. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. There's no way to get. I it don't know if the. Uh, it's got the. It's got the. I mean, just it has the slash with the zero through it, but I. I don't know. I didn't try the BFG of edition. I was playing the original, so oh, well, I haven't looked at the BFG. Games, so it might work. be compatible now. It might be now. Some games don't say that they're yeah. compatible, but you fire them up and they work just fine. Right, and right. some, if you use a different version of pro, like a specific version right. of proton, they'll work just right. fine. So. I didn't do uh, any of the, the hacking stuff. I just looked at it and went, Oh, right. okay. Oh, I don't want to play no, it on here. Novi also points out that the guy that's like, Oh, you startled me and Chard just plugs him in the head and kills him. Uh, Chard was insta karma by I was. I got crushed by a wall right after that. Yep. Because he probably was going to warn me about something and I didn't listen. So. Well, you should listen. You should listen to us. We tell you to play the BFG version from the get go. Stay a while and listen. All right. I will say, though, like when that game first came out, I remember when it first came out because I couldn't run it on a computer at the time. But I remember the reviews were all glowing, but pretty much every review of that game said the flashlight being separate from the weapons was ass. Like yeah. on paper, it seems like an interesting idea because it's like the survival horror angle to a game, but it's freaking Doom, and Doom is too fast paced and too too much gun action yeah. to slow down yep. with a flashlight. So it's an interesting choice they made there. I feel like Carmack and Romero had so many gold ideas that they did have to wa- have one that was a bronze level idea, right? Yeah, because I, again, I mean, I'm going have, with we have so many things to thank Romero and Carmack for today. Right. I mean, I'm going with Jake's concept that it, it's supposed to be because this game is not like the other Dooms, right? And it's not even like the Dooms after that, because I think they realized right. what the other Dooms had. They turned it into the kick-ass, high-paced, super action game. But with this one, it was supposed to be yeah, 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 yeah. It was supposed to be more of a horror survivor game, like you said. Like, you have to, you have to be smart about your ammunition. You have to be use your flashlight sparingly and all this other stuff. So to me, it made sense, but they didn't change 
the pace of the enemies. Like they still, there's still a ton of shit coming at you in the middle of the dark and you're getting your ass kicked by stuff because you're not going fast enough that they were like, you know what? We were wrong. We'll go ahead and just slap this thing. Give this guy a goddamn flashlight and give him a little more ammunition and be fine. <clears throat> yeah. When that game came out, when Doom 3 first came out, that's the era we had all the Resident Evil games that were coming out. And I think Silent Hill. So that's, that's the, mm-hmm. to- that was the, the marketplace at the time was survival horror was huge. So I can see why they're kind of trying to capitalize on it. I do like how the modern Doom games that have come out, uh, 2016 and Internal, they're they're classic Doom in terms of the oh, feel and going back to it. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, they are they are really good. Doom 2016 if, is awesome. If you want to feel powerful, <laughs> yeah, play those games, games. that make you feel like a yeah. badass. Doom 2016 yeah. and Doom Eternal make you yeah. feel like a badass. Honestly, yeah. those might be my Sisyphean games for next year because I do want to finish them, and I love those games. But I always bounce off because of I get sidetracked or something happens yeah. so we might get a whole two or three years of fucking doom out of me for the next couple of i episodes. just <laughs> i just know that in those games sorry i'm gonna gush for a minute the minute that the, you have the like the chainsaw like level and you're just like read like oh man you're like i am unending and you are ending <laughs> like yep yep <laughs> exactly i am the alpha and the omega Exactly. So, you know, so before today, I was I was certain you would be spinning that wheel, and that's one of the reasons why I've been finding good games for the wheels because I figured at least two of us would be spinning that wheel. So it sounds like you're pretty hopeful that you won't be. Oh, hold on now. What? You can't preload your own wheel with good games, my friend. Oh no, loading the wheel with good wheel of pain games because I figure a few of us be spinning the damn wheel. Okay. Okay, so, I'm over here going. And I'll get to I'm that. over here with like Jake going. Circus Charlie's on the list. Yeah, because all of us hate it except for him. Sure hope right. it doesn't fall on right. Circus Charlie or Mario RPG. That would be a fucking shame. Two hours. I can play this for two hours. Although you know, what? Oh, I will God, admit, Circus hope- Charlie for two hours would be a bit of a stretch. But that's okay. I hope Balloon Fight doesn't get picked because that game is terrible. come on so we'll get to that so in terms of that so okay so it sounds like you're very hopeful as well that you're not going to spin the wheel of pain which is which is yeah today today uh, there was a breath of new life breathed into this game and you know whatever my wife decides to either shun me or allow me to proceed uh we will we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I'm going to probably try and finish the BFG edition. I will play it on Twitch. We'll do it live, and uh, we'll keep we'll keep rolling on that because <clears throat> it still falls into the retro category. So it's nothing outlandish and out of this world. Um, and it's been fun. Everybody seemed to enjoy watching yeah. it. So we'll we'll keep on doing it. <clears throat> it's also it is also a his gaming history important game, right? Like the shooting genre is huge, and that is yeah. like oh, the yeah. DNA of a lot of shooters today. That's also a game that's very much a product of its time. Like we said with the market, it's arrival horror being so big. It's definitely a good game. I wish I played it, to be honest with you. Um, after we watched uh, you, though, I'm going to pass. <laughs> but I'm glad <laughs> I get to watch you play because it is an important game to finish. No. It was a marvel yep. of engineering for the time as well. It was. Yes, um, huge. Uh, I mean, in all, this, in is, all honesty. this is the time <laughs> when, as I said, Carmack and Romero, they could do no wrong, right? Um, yeah. And genuinely, they could do no wrong. So, yep. So far, all right. So far, be prepared for Doom 2016 next year, guys. <laughs> I'm in. All right. I guess it's my turn. So, look, 
<laughs> I don't know what else I can say about my choice. To my credit, I have been playing Battletoads. I know I made a few videos at the beginning of the year, and then I, I kind of stopped. Why did I stop? Because I kept banging my head against the same stages again and again. And I've slowly been making progress offline. So with Battletoads, I'm gonna start I'm gonna talk about my hurdles. Everybody here has probably played Battletoads. Most have you guys Charge beaten it? Sinistar, you I haven't touched, you haven't beaten it, and, and Wolf, you haven't beaten it. I, yes, you've patched it, Mr. Achievos. I've played a lot of it. I've never beaten it. Okay. And I know GP's beaten it. Actually, I think he wasn't he speed running it for, for a bit. He speed ran was, it. See, that's the only GP thing he's was, got on me is he he speed ran. I think he might have badged it too. I don't know. He was he badged it. He was he was speed running it. He was doing the uh like the um like the glitch speed runs. Um mm-hmm. yeah, any percent oh, like, warped the warp And he was he was finding like he was trying to find new glitches and stuff. It was it was crazy to yeah. watch. Yeah, he was he was in deep. So Battletoads is very well known as a hard game on the NES, but I, I still stand by today that's one of my favorite games on the NES, despite me being terrible at it. But there are certain stages where you get stuck on, and it's kind of a challenge to get through those hurdles. Turbo Tunnel is pretty much the 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 the, the first hurdle most people come across. I got through that pretty quickly. Uh, the Turbo Tunnel for me, it's not a problem. I can do it without dying. It's great. I've got it down to a science. On the Mister, it's even easier because the response time in the mister is fantastic. So turbo tunnel was fine for me. It was that fucking ice level. I don't know what it is with the ice level. No, you know what? I do know what it is. I do know what it is. It's the spikes everywhere and the moving platforms and the spikes everywhere. But it just, every step of that ice level is such a, even today, I played it today. (laughs) You're going along and it's fine. You feel like you're on a roll. And then you get to that section where there's the the, the snowman's throwing uh, rolling snowballs down the thing. And I try and zip my way up those ramps. You get hit once you stand up, you get hit again. And you just, you see your corpse just sliding down the ramps and dead. And that does that several times in that stage and it's demoralizing. It's freaking brutal. So how do you feel that. about ice? How do you feel about ice levels? You tell me, how do I feel about <laughs> ice levels? You know, this is actually where it came from battle toads, watching GP play the ice level on battle toads. I had a quote in his stream of fuck every ice level ever. Yeah. Like it, honestly, like, like this phase especially is pretty brutal. There's one section it's a ramp, and you have to jump from the ramp onto another platform. There's spikes in the way, and just the angle of that platform. And I've yeah. watched like every time I feel like I'm done with this game and I'm going to quit, I go and watch um, uh, the Mexican Runner or JC because th- th- these guys go back and forth speed running it. They do do 100 runs, and I watch them play it legit, and they're amazing at it. And I watch how they do the ice level specifically to remind myself it's possible. It's not impossible, but that one jump. The way they do it, they're sliding down and they do a dash and then they headbutt across the gap. And most of the time that works for me and I'm okay. But every so often, my guy just sticks, just stays there. And of course, there's an ice cube behind you and knocks you and you die. Or like I miss that jump by a, by a whiff and I hit the spikes and I die. And by that point, it's just like you don't have many lives left. And it just, it just really demoralizes. It's the ice level I got stuck on for quite a while. The other major hurdle for me was surface up. The mid boss yeah, and surf dude. Up. Why does he take fuck so many level. freaking hits? It's like that's why you gotta get hits. him. You gotta juggle him. Juggle him with a stick. Get him in the corner and juggle him. But like the thing is, sometimes what happens is I'll miss a swing and he jumps away, 
And like he's he's the type of boss where if he knocks you once, you fall down, he'll jump and stomp on you, and it's a death. And it's just it's just yep. nuts. He's not the only or boss that does that. I've seen box. people play through it, and other bosses do that instant kill move. That's just yep. not fair. That's just not right. But he he's yep. taking me a few times, and even now he causes me headaches. So I don't I don't Surf like Surf City him. is still Surf City to me is the, is still one of the worst levels I played. It's really yeah, okay. I I still have trouble. Oh yeah, man. I I have so much trouble with the control in that game. And there's not a lot of RNG, but you have to do things pretty precisely or you're going to yeah. fuck it up. And because the RNG minefield and the surf part of the second half, I mean they're both RNG yeah. for the most part, except for you can time the logs in the first half. <clears throat> the mines in the second they're all fucking randomized. They're constantly randomized. So you'll have them, you'll have to literally thread needles on that goddamn surfboard that you have zero control over, by the way, to yeah. try and drift in and out of stuff. And you'll be like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. And you'll get right to the end. You see the dotted line and a fucking mine will come out and you'll pop it and die. It is the most demoralizing fucking stage out there. I don't know how many clips I have of me absolutely rage quitting on that fucking stage. Probably quite a few. Like it's the only stage I know that has two extra lives in it. Like, and, and it's, you need them. You need those two lives and you don't want to lose them when you go through. It's, it's definitely tricky, but it leads me to, I can beat it fairly reliably if I don't, you know, waste myself in that boss, but where I'm stuck. And, and this is what pisses me off. And this is why I stopped recording YouTube videos of it. Cause it was literally me dying after 30 minutes in the same stage. It's snakes. I know I can beat snakes. I've done it a long time ago before, and I've done it a handful of times since. I can beat the fucking snakes, but for some reason I get to that last section and just my mind just just blanks. I just forget Numb. the patterns or I just miss a jump and I die. I don't understand why I'm hung up on snakes, but it happens every fucking run. I've been stuck on snakes, I feel like now for three months, and that's big my biggest problem and my biggest challenge with this game. So I don't know. Like I look at yeah, what you guys, I've watched you guys play through it, and the later stages, I'm really worried about. Um, Pizza cutters, or I can't whatever that name yeah, of that in that stage is. I uh, yeah. I listen. I I pause hacked my way through that because I was playing on an emulator and I couldn't get the timing down. So if you pause hack your way through it, I it's not cheating. I don't care. That's how you got to do it. You got to do it that way. Yeah. yeah See, I was reason. trying to do it legit, and I also added the stupid other additional challenge to the game where I said I would do without continuing, which is actually not as bad as I thought it would be. But there are there's a few spots, especially when I make it through like the ice level with one life left and i'm just like man I've my, my so argument to the my argument to the non-continuing thing is not that it's a challenge added to it it's that you you can't continue you have to save everything for the last stage you have to yeah. i we i made it through without continuing because i had to because the minute you fucking get only three lives into the next level you're fucked because you can't it's you done. bank them getting up there so if you get to the last you get to revolution tower revolution or whatever at the very end and you die and you continue there and you have three lives Good fucking luck, yeah. man. Luckily, there's a farmable place up there that you can get 99 lives, or not 99 lives, but uh, 999,999 points would get you, I think, five extra lives or something in that right. point scheme. And you can grind that for a little bit, and then you're good for the, for the rest of the climb. But you ha you basically have to do it without dying to get through it successfully. And it sucks because you're not adding an extra challenge. It's how you have to do it. It sucks <laughs> ass. It's terrible. 
Well, yeah, I remember I was telling MR Knight when I was watching, I was like, yeah, I had to beat this game night. I'm telling myself I wouldn't do without, I'd have to do it without continues. He's like, oh, so? And that's how speedrunners do it, right? I'm like, <laughs> fuck, you're right, but it still hurts. They do it without dying at all, which is which is pretty brutal. Like I, yeah. I do farm a couple lives in uh, the Wookie hole. I, I, you knock the crows around, you get points, you get a life. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that, and I can do that pretty often if I've been in the mood for it. But it just I can do the first few stages so well. It it really is just when I get to snakes, it's just frustrating when I lose lives there because I know I can beat that section. But so there I was farming lives in the Wookie hole. Yeah, <laughs> I no, stand by it. Saturday night for me. Sure. There's a reason. There's a reason I, that this will never make my list of Sisyphean games, because I know, I know. Hey, I can't beat Super Mario Brothers one. There's no way I can beat Battletoads. If you can't can I, beat Super Mario Brothers one, you cannot beat you cannot beat Battletoads. Can I be the feel good stand up guy? Go ahead, Wolf. I'll go after you because was, you've been trying. To I was going to say I don't remember why I did, but I fired up Battletoads few months ago just to see and i regretted my decision just to play it casually like that game is too damn hard and i've done like the second loop of super ghouls and ghosts i've done the second loop of ghosts and goblins and that was hard and battletoads feels even harder than those so i'm not interested see hey, mr. Me. mr feel good okay mr feel good to me, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, I thought was harder than Battletoads was. Yeah, that's what and I was it's that last, say. And it's that last fucking boss because you have to use something specific. With Battletoads, you can you can do whatever whatever you need to do to get through it for the most part. You can change it up. But Super Ghouls and Ghosts is selected that you have to use that goddamn weapon to beat the final boss. But that's me. That's just wand. my thing. The fucking so, wand. Fucking bracelet. Bracelet. bracelet so, yeah. I am not a good gamer. I am not. And I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. I can get through horror games. I, I have tough enough skin to get through the jump scares and the fucked up shit that we see on my channel every Saturday night. I'm not good at retro game. I've only beaten Mario 2. I probably couldn't beat Mario 1. I've tried it. And to Sinistar's credit, he will always have gotten further than I ever have. I can't even beat Mario 3. <laughs> I beat my head against the wall trying to fucking beat that goddamn game. But I beat Battletoads. I beat Battletoads and I badged it. You know why? Why is that, Sinistar? Why do we do the things we do in my channel? You're chart-headed. Because I'm fucking chart-headed. Because I'm fucking hard-headed and I will not give up on it. Each level you're going to get to, Jake, is going to be harder than the one you did before. And it's a memorization game. That's all it is. It's literally just remembering everything. And it sucks because you got to string it all together. And it's not a short game. Battletoads is a very long game for trying to remember where fucking everything is. So, and you'll die and you'll die and you'll restart and you'll do it again. I never, when I had it continue, I just restarted the run. I didn't even bother because I knew I was like, I got three lives to figure this out and then keep going after that. That fucking shit ain't happening. I need to figure this out and do it. You just got to keep at it and it gets frustrated and it gets terrible. I think we did 18 days of Battletoads straight for like five to six hours that we played that shit. You just you just got to keep beating your head against the wall, and eventually, you'll get to the Dark Queen, 
you'll fucking kill her ass. You'll jump up and knock your green screen over, and you will be like basically in tears that you fucking finished this goddamn bullshit game. Finally, <laughs> you just got to keep at it. You just have to be persistent, and you're going to get frustrated. And you're going to want to break your controller, and you're going to keep dying at snakes, but you're going to get there. You're going to find yourself at Revolution with all your continues and like 15, 20 some lives, and you're going to lose. Probably 15 of those fucking lives before you start. When I start seeing the dots disappearing, that's when I started panicking because you get five, right? And if you die and it's still there, you're good. That was how I knew. That's how I gauged how well I was doing. And by the time I get up to that climb and I'd have like four left, I start sweating eternally. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to, we're going to, we're not going to make this. Just got to keep at it, man. It's it's such a it's such it's literally an endurance match. It's like it's not a fucking sprint, man. It's a it's a marathon. You just gotta keep at it, and you'll get there. Yeah. You're a good. You're a better gamer than I am. I know you'll get there. For me, it's like it's a uh, for NES games. It's like the gateway game to me. So I know that if I can beat Battletoads, then Ghouls and Ghosts, I should have no issue with Holy Diver. I don't believe anything. Which I played quite a bit of already. That. Don't be believe okay. that. That's a lie. Don't believe that because I'm still a terrible no. gamer and I badge that fucking game. I'm awful. Yeah. Uh, I thought I could just, I beat Battletoads. I could take on anything. Yeah. We did Super Ghouls <laughs> and Ghosts for like fucking four years. <laughs> Fuck that goddamn game. I'm never think, badging that I bullshit. Think, man, when I streamed Super Ghouls and Ghosts, I think it took me two weeks of streaming to get from sucking to completing two runs oh, in a stream. I That's beat that good. first run. I was done. I think I did it for a charity event one more time, and I was done. I haven't, haven't, I haven't touched that game in fucking months. God damn it. I will say, don't go back. If you ever do play, like, I know this is another tangent. If anybody ever picks one of the Goals and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins games, don't go backwards like I did. It'll mess with your brain. Start with Ghosts and Goblins. And then mm. if you want one before you get to Super Ghouls and Ghosts, just go to Ghouls and Ghosts because yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts plays like Ghosts and Goblins, but looks like Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm. That's and the second version. Yeah. Ghosts or the arcade. The mechanic. Yeah. 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 It's the arcade slash Genesis. Right. And so Super Ghouls and Ghosts adds new mechanics and changes the physics a little. So when you try to go back to the Genesis one, it's, very difficult it messes with your brain yep. i had to throw that one away i couldn't do it it's the same thing with playing battle toads on the sega genesis because the frame rate's a little bit slower i think so it's supposed it's to be easier, easier. Yeah, yeah so when i was playing turbo tunnels i couldn't get past it because i was anticipating where things were and it was Too so slow. fucking slow i was i just kept running into shit so it's just, it's the same exact design <laughs> Yeah, as a as a joke, I, I spun up the Japanese version of Battletoads on the NES because they they actually they fixed it and made it easier. You have more lives, and they took out some tricky sections, like in the ice level in the Japanese version. The uh, the section with the blue spiky shell that goes back and forth, there's less spikes there, and the whole left side of that area, there's no spikes at all. And Turbo Tunnel, the the area where you have to blindly jump from island to island. They changed that to have ramps, so you have to do nothing. So they actually made it easier in the Japanese version. There's only a few games that make it easier in the Japanese version, and that was one of them, so it was interesting. But it's not the they same. Like, the when I play that game, it doesn't feel like I'm doing the, the challenge right, so I have to go back to the U.S. version. They didn't have uh, the just, rental issue that they had here in America. That, that's true. <laughs> so so I'm hoping I don't spin the Wheel of Pain, 
but I mean, if I don't get past snakes in the few, next few weeks, I'm getting I'm getting close to throwing it in. But I have been playing. I play. I do at least one run every every second day. Like I, I play it on the arcade machine. I love playing it on the arcade machine, and I go to it. I have it favorited. It's right at the top of my damn list. So I have been playing it. I still keep at it, but see, it's it's tricky. So, but we'll see how it goes. I got a few more months left to go. It's definitely not by April. <laughs> I have faith. All right. I have faith that you will tackle and conquer that game. I know you will. Um, and I'll make a quick comment on GP. I know he's been taking time off for some personal stuff to take care of. His Sisyphean game was Final Fantasy 12 or was it 10? 10? 10. Uh, it was 10. It was 10 with the whatever it is. Penitent. Um, Penitent. Penance. But he also Penitent. started by saying, what was it? Sonic something or yeah, other? Yeah, Sonic he 2, I actually, think, was what he was picking. Technically, he, he had chosen... Yeah, he picked Sonic 2 as his game before we recorded. And then I and goaded him into by the time we Final recorded, he had done it. Yeah. yeah. He'd beaten it. And so he felt like yeah. he had to pick something else because of that. Right. Yeah. So. I say we give him I, a pass on the Sonic 2 Yeah, game. we might have to he, give him a pass because I know he's been really busy. Yeah. But this, I go this, I goaded uh, him into 10. That's that's my fault. Yeah, this uh, this year has been a lot for him. It's it, mostly good stuff, but it's been a lot. Yeah. And, and a crazy um, year. And so I'm I'm willing to say uh, he didn't have time to to to, to Sisyphean. Yeah. So. I mean, who knows? Maybe December 31st at 10 o'clock, he'll like message us saying, "Guys, I beat it." But somehow, I I don't think so. That's that's a tough challenge. Getting through RPG yeah. like that long, 10 is not a short game, right? And then that independence run, and that's crazy. So, all right, guys. Yeah, I think if he started so now, he a- might get it done by December. Well, maybe, but yeah, he, he's busy. He's really, starting he's, from the fucking beginning. He's the video game whisperer, though, so that's true. Right. All right, guys. So I think it sounds like we're all pretty optimistic that we'll finish this year beating our Sisyphean game. And it sounds like everything I've packed in that Wheel of Pain will not be a waste. I'll just save it for next year. It sounds like if we can all do our games this year, then I don't see a reason why we wouldn't carry on the tradition in 2024 and pick new games. Although I'm going to tell you, I'll be damn sure I'm not picking another platformer like Battletoads next year. I'm going to pick a more fun game that's less stressful. Um, pick something so like I did, up, where, it's, uh, where it's a game that you haven't beaten just because you bounced off of it, not because of difficulty. Yeah. yeah. A game that you're going to have fun with. And that was the idea. It was not meant to be a punishing, difficult challenge. It was supposed to be a game that you are going that you wanted to because it'd be, it'd be fun to play it or have it underneath your belt. Right. When you find out something to business to continue... <laughs> what was that wolf said so this makes me glad i picked final fantasy 6 because i'm having a lot of fun with it yeah good good at least yeah. at least two and of that's us a game that we wanted you to beat so we can talk about it because that's a that's a great ending you're gonna love the ending Fuck, yeah for sure oh god i love that game gotta love it all right guys so we got press b top 100 this is a live episode so we do have to pick our games that for people who don't know we are assembling a list of 100 games that you must play according to press b and we've been slowly adding to that list over over the episodes, and eventually we'll finish off uh, with a, a recap or a ranking of of the top of those games. So I got my game. Do you guys have your games, or you want me to go first? I do. Okay, I have we are all ready. So how about you go? And we'll go that way. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I I wanted to pick a Bomberman game. Hmm. And I was on the fence between Super Bomberman on the SNES and Saturn Bomberman. Because Saturn Bomberman does everything that Super Bomberman does, just better. Really? So 
I think I got to go with Saturn Bomberman because Saturn Bomberman had 10, lo- 10 player multiplayer locally. Well, it had as long as you had the multi taps for it, you just need two multi taps. Um, it had it had network. The first it's the first Bomberman game that officially supported internet connection mm. to play online. And the campaign is some of the best Bomberman campaign ever made, particularly of the 2D era. So like, is there a story? Go, yeah, all the Bomberman games have campaigns. So yeah, if really? you're saying it's better than Super Bomberman, because I love Super Bomberman, I'm going to have to check it out. Saturn Bomberman has a lot of really cool stuff. I do believe it has the little kangaroo buddies that Bomberman has in some of the entries. Um, okay, all right. And it's it's actually got levels that are not perfectly square, weird, mm. just total grid and that's it the levels actually span multi-screen and you go through one section and boom you're in the next and it's it's really good i highly recommend saturn bomberman i've played it myself i had it i know i'm the one who keeps recommending like <laughs> sega cd saturn dreamcast but that's good though somebody's gotta yeah you gotta yeah. have your yeah it's gotta have it stay in the sun because i'm not super familiar with a lot of those game systems and their games and and you are our saturn aficionado over on that on that end of the spectrum so give yeah, them I those was, love man vote them up i was gonna if say like we, can't, man, we can't ignore a system just because it's low popularity right yeah, yeah absolutely there was some good shit on both of those systems yeah not only and that, like Bomberman uh, especially. Bomberman. Go ahead. I was going to say Bomberman especially is is got some great entries. The ones I would have recommended yeah. were the um, the Neo Geo Bomberman in the arcades. Fantastic graphics, fantastic gameplay. Then it was also Bomberman ninety four ninety five. I think it was. It was on the Turbo Graphics and the Sega Genesis. The Sega Genesis yeah. one I played to death because the multiplayer. But the Saturn one with ten player multiplayer sounds freaking amazing because this game was always at its best. With friends. And if you have 10 yeah. people playing that in the same room, yeah. that and sounds wild to me. That and it supports the two players at the same time campaign mode, like the mm-hmm. Super Bomberman oh, games too. do. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot going for it. I mean, Bomberman, the, the NES Bomberman theme is my ringtone. I love me some Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great ringtone, by the way. Um, but... Oh my goodness, Saturn Bomberman! If you like Bomberman, and you can find a way to play Saturn Bomberman, it is widely regarded as the best Bomberman game. Awesome! I like that up. Good, that's a good one. Uh, Sinister, how about you? What's your pick for the top one hundred? I already mentioned mine tonight. Earthbound. Is that not on Earth- there? Nope, it's not on it there. It is not. Oh damn! Earthbound on the snaps. Good. Um, it's it's clever from front to back it's charming um, yeah it's charming charming front to back it feels like like yes it's an rpg but it also feels like whimsy in kind of the best ways um like not it's silly but it's not like tiresome silly even the it fuzzy pickles over and over and over again, fuzzy pickles. You still every too. time. Yeah. Every time. Oh, uh, the music is absolutely epic. The music is absolutely epic, especially that, that boss fight at the end. Um, and the ending 
is one of those, oh my God, what the fuck endings um, yeah. that you that you <clears throat> get. So I'm not giving horrifying, you Horrifying yeah. in boss fight, by the way, Sprite. Yes. Horrifying yeah. in boss fight yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> but um, uh, it, had, it had some really uh, advanced ideas, like as you got more and more powerful, the creatures would run away from you. And if you caught up to them, a lot of those fights, it would just be like, you're, you're powerful enough. You win, you win. Here's your experience and it's right. done. And <laughs> so that helped a lot with that. Cause there are right. so many games, especially those games where it's like, it's the unknown fights. It's the random fights in the middle of a dungeon. You can't. And you're just like, stop, just stop. Right. Yep. And yep. earthbound took care yeah. of that. And that's that's kind of something a tangent here, but that's kind of something I really liked about Suikoden is you could just make the battles go stupid fast when you were just overpowered enough. Like the auto battle wasn't just like same pace and you don't have to just sit there and smash the buttons. It actually just zoomed through the fight. The downside is like as you progressed in the game, the weaker monsters would stop giving you experience because experience mm. was scaled. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's very think, similar concepts. I think Earthbound at least gave you like one, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, you you could yeah, walk you away never with got less than one and a, fu- and a fucking cookie. Yeah, and a cookie. Yeah, exactly. But God damn um, items management. And and but seriously, those those well, yeah, okay. The item management, although there was some cleverness to the item management that mm-hmm. was like built into the game with your sister, right? Like that. Yep. Yeah, right. That. That part was was fun, um, and not to give away spoilers, but you spend part of the game in a in a dungeon inside of a character. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, that's some it, cool it shit was, in the game. Yeah, and I I need to go back and I need to play Mother One and I need to play Mother Three because I have yeah I've only yeah. ever played Earthbound. I really want to play the Mother series like outside of Earthbound. Um, yeah, there, there, there's a there's a GBA version that I think has Mother One and Three on it. <clears throat> I think you can so. play with like, like the advanced graphics. I mean, there's the obviously the original uh, Famicom Mother One that was only released in Japan. I don't think we ever got over here, and I think they even we, released. Did they release Mother One and Three over here? We have we have gotten it. It first came to the U.S. on Wii Virtual Console, mm, and now I think it's it on the though. Switch Online. Yeah. Gotcha. Netflix yeah. thing that they so do. So it's, yeah. it's current. It's currently. It's not. You know. Yeah, like it but was, as I understand it, there is never been a translation, a, an official translation of Mother Three. Yeah, I think the one that's out yes. there is the Fam translated Fan translation. Um, yeah, and it's great. That one's heavy too. Mother yeah. Three, I hear, is fucking heavy. So have fun with but, that. But I think there's a reason why. I think last time I looked. Uh, a cart only, you know, trying to collect this cart only was like 300 bucks yep. for Earthbound. And that's cart only. Um, I, uh, I, I wish I knew of it when I had a SNES back in the day and I really wish I would have gotten it and held on to it. Right. I mean, anyway. it's like that with a lot of games. So, if we only knew yeah. what yep. games would be so much money. I mean, I'd just- see. I saw Earthbound everywhere when I was a kid. I remember it being super popular, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Yeah. But I was like, what the fuck? This this isn't Final Fantasy because I was biased back then. So I didn't care. And I mean, I just recently, I think I played it last year for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, 
damn it, this game is really good. When Earthbound came out, I think I was turned off by the visuals in the game and the marketing. Mm. Oh yeah, it looks it looks like it's designed. For, a lot of it looks like it's designed for a six year old. Until you get to some of the end boss fights, you're like, I don't want a six year old seeing this. No, no, <laughs> right. yeah, it doesn't seem like well, a sixteen bit RPG. That, it mean, seems very much like the NES style graphics to me. It's it's not right, but that's what it felt like when I was a kid. Right. I think it also had like the scratch and sniff strategy guide where it most did. of the enemies just reek <laughs> like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, wasn't so it the Earthbound. game? Wasn't wasn't it the game that had the the note that you had to dip in water and it? No, no that, that was Star Tropics. No, that's that right. Star that's Star Tropics. Tropics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was a right, map, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right, but well, that's Earthbound's my game. That's my nomination for sure. Yeah, that's an awesome pick. That should definitely be on the top 100 list. Like, I's, eventually, I'll play that game. <laughs> but I've heard nothing but good things. Like, very few people have said anything negative about Earthbound. So it's, it's, it's great good to hear. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Chard, how about you? What's your pick for the top 100 this week? My pick is we talked about, I guess it's, would it be considered a predecessor? It's at least it's, it's within the, the realm. Me and me and Wolf discussed it just a few minutes ago, but I am picking Demon's Crest for the Super Nintendo. Ah, Demon's Crest is a fantastic, um, game. It's based in the Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, Fa- uh, ret- retcon that's what you want to call it um where you play as uh help me out here the red devil can never yeah. uh firebrand you play as firebrand yeah. the red devil and uh it's uh you know you're going through the game as him you can fly as the gargoyle you shoot fire you get cool power-ups that allow you to like change your physique and and do different things you can do like earth power and wind power um all kinds of really cool stuff with the oh, game it's up. It's yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's very it's a difficult and challenging game. I think it's one of the hardest last boss fights I ever had. Uh, there's a secret boss fight in there that's super super difficult, but still challenging and fun to play. Um, it's got the cool um, mode seven where you're flying around the map to, to get to different locations and stuff. I mean, it it utilized a lot of the Super Nintendo um, advancements in the system while playing it. Um, it is it is my favorite in the in the Super Goals and Ghosts uh, family, and uh, I think it's a spectacular game that needs to be added up there. So, Demon's Crest, I guess, is that like considered Gargoyles Quest Two that was originally on the uh, the Game Boy when it first came out? No, remember. there was actually a Gargoyles Quest and a Gargoyles Quest Two. So this is the third. This is the third installment on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So, give that a play. Uh, the through. Game we're looking for was Red Aramer. There he is, that guy. Anyways, oh, armor, tr- try that game out. Give it a whirl. It does have a. It's, it's got a difficulty spike in it, but it is still super fun to play. And uh, I definitely think Demon's Crest needs to be on that list. Definitely an interesting Makes pick. I, I've heard a lot yeah. of good things about that game too. Yeah, yeah. All I've, right. I've uh, played so it for mine, it is fun. It's fun. Okay. All right. So for my pick this week, uh, I guess. Uh, not a console. Uh, I'm picking a game for the Commodore 64. No, not Circus Charlie. As much as of a port, of the, how good of the port that is. Space Taxi. So oh, for yeah. me, one of the first games I spun up when I got the Mister, when I was going through all the different cores, and I saw there's a Commodore 64 core. Like I never had a Commodore as a kid, but my cousin, my friends did, and they had very few games. But the one game they both had, and I loved playing, was Space Taxi. 
And I know we talked about Crazy Taxi a couple weeks ago. This is that. This is the original Crazy Taxi, but in space in this 2D. I love this game. For those who have not played it, it's almost got a, a lunar lander feel to it and that there's yeah. different platforms on the stage. And they're all the stages. There's like 24 or 25 stages. They're all different. Each is numbered, and you have to go pick up a person. Usually there's a, there's a speech that says, hey, taxi, and it's grainy, digitized speech on the Commodore. I love it. You pick him up, and you have to bring him to a different number platform. You have to refuel. It's got the lunar lander physics where the gravity, where you can't land too fast. You have to use fuel to land properly. I love that game. I don't know what it is about it. I just maybe because the stages are all different. Maybe it's the speech, just you know the graphics. It's C sixty four, but the the pixelized platforms and layouts is really really appealed to me. I love that game. So I think Sinister, you might have played this game. I don't know if the other guys have yeah. played Space Taxi before. Yeah, I've played nope. that one, and I've played Lunar Lander. Um, yeah, yeah. So for I've me, never heard of this, but this looks cool as hell. It's it's yeah. awesome. It's a great game. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this yeah. looks well before its time. Yes. That's wild. There are so many games on the C64 that are that way. Genuinely. Yeah. And like not many people so. played a lot of these games I find. Like I find a lot of people either had, they either had, their families either went the home computer route of Commodore and Amiga and PC, or they went the console route with, you know, Atari and NES and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. You went with the PC route in your household. So, yeah. And this is, this is one of those games which I feel, I think it got a sequel years later. I think I think it was 2000 or so. I have not played it. Um, to me, the, the real sequels are the spiritual successors in games like Crazy Taxi, which to me are basically Space Taxi. So if you've not played Space Taxi, find a way to play it. It's it's a really fantastic game. Not very not very difficult, but it's a game that I just, anytime I'm at the Mister and I just know what to play, I'll just turn it on and I'll play it for, for like 10, 20 minutes. I just love playing it. So that's fantastic. There are um, a lot of great emulators for the C64. Just, yeah. I mean, out there. Um, yeah. For me, I, I didn't actually have a C64. I had an Apple II, but yeah, I did play. Uh, I don't remember where I played it, but I played it back in the day for sure. So that's fine. By the way, so we're going. Go this does look very crazy taxi, just like you know, yeah. <laughs> on the Commodore yeah. 64, as best the Commodore yeah. could do. But yeah. also, like, my brother and I had talked about crazy taxi a while back and like what was the earliest, you know, something similar to crazy taxi. <laughs> and we had kind of settled on courier crisis, but oh man, this, no, this. this definitely yeah. has that feel just retro. That's yeah. cool. Uh, just quick aside, cause or, or tangent or, you know, cause we, we're all about tangents here on press B, uh, Jake, uh, and anybody that has a mister, um, they finally updated the Apple two core to add right functionality to the oh. disc drive. So you can now play like the RPGs that need to be able to write save games, all of those things. So, because that had um, Shadowgate was on that originally. I would love to play the original Shadowgate on the Apple. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, interesting. Oh, see, I love uh, Mr. Man. the original Shadow Shadowgate was a, was Apple uh, SE though, right? Not so the oh, Macintosh, was it? not the Apple II. Oh, okay. I think so. Right. I think so. But <clears throat> anyway, check. That's still awesome though. I love that device. All right, we are running long, so I'm going to wrap up and wrap it up. Um, I think for for most of us, Chard, of course, streams on Twitch. Please check out Chard Monk over on Twitch.tv. Uh, the rest of us generally find us here. I know we're trying to make the effort to occasionally maybe stream on the Press B YouTube channel or record videos and whatnot. I have some stuff planned I'm working on, but as Chard mentioned, a couple of us bought houses and we're going to be moving. It's going to be a bit of a crazy fall, but uh, we do have stuff prepared for you guys. 
Otherwise, you can find us over at pressbetocancel.com. Uh, that's where all the links can be found. Of course, we're an audio podcast on all your favorite platforms, or you can watch us here on YouTube. I also want to note that we're experimenting with, because we do stream live, 8.30 Eastern on YouTube, but we're expanding on simultaneously streaming over on Twitch and maybe Kick. I'm not sure yet. I got to see if it works. Didn't do this week, but we're going to try and do that and get it set up. Just to try and spread us out to other platforms, because honestly, why not? So you may see us on a different platform. So please check us out over those platforms if you would like to. Otherwise, I think that's a show. So this has been Press Me to Cancel. Thanks for watching. Mr. Thou! <laughs> this rock is too heavy! Thank <laughs> you.